None of the ER docs on staff at that hospital, which is a level one trauma center, have ever seen what I had. Wow. Literally, they were all like, we have never seen this in, in this hospital. What's up, everybody? This is the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. Episode 38 of the BGW Podcast. In this episode, we discuss ham dogs, Jonah bringing an epidemic disease into the United States, Netflix shows, the update for Serial Podcast, flying police bikes, and Mission Impossible 3. So please relax and enjoy episode 38 of the bro. Okay, hold up, wait a minute, all good, just a week ago, crew at my house, and we party every weekend, so on the radio, that's my favorite song, make me bounce around like I don't know, like I won't be here. Or live. Episode 38, boys. Here we are. It's great to be sitting with you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, another day, another dollar. Yep. Man, these weeks are cruising by. I don't know what I'm even going to be for Halloween. Jonah, on the other hand, has that figured out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. I totally forgot about that. I haven't really put much thought into that. I know it's, it's constantly approaching. You really figure it out. I know. Yeah. So, Jonah, do you want to share what your Halloween costume is, or are you? No, gonna I, was just, I was just gonna wait. Okay. Yeah, that could be a funny bros little thing we post. It's yeah. it's gonna be a good one. I've already seen it. It's quite. Mm-hmm. It's quite funny. It featured on my Snap story. If you're lucky enough to <laughs> follow me on Snapchat. <laughs> um, but yeah. sound a little hoarse. Huh? A little sick. I don't know. I feel great. It's the best I've felt, but I don't know if it was maybe this homecoming weekend or something that I was maybe yelling a lot. I don't know. Damaged the old pipes a little bit. Yeah, my my vocal cords are just not there today. <clears throat> I've been trying to clear my throat <laughs> up all day, but it's just it's not going to happen. Like, is it sore? No, no, no. Like I said, I feel amazing. I just can't talk. Huh. I, I don't know. Irritating. What, what can you do? <laughs> Why don't you uh, start us off with the ham dog real quick? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> they're potentially opening a ham dog restaurant in Manhattan, downtown Manhattan, which is in New York. And so, if you guys follow us on Twitter, you can see what these ham dogs look like. But it's literally, they found a way to split the hamburger, the patty, in half and stick a hot dog in the middle. And then the bun is shaped perfectly to get both the hamburger and the hot dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's an amazing design. And so there was apparently a bit of a patent war. And this guy, Mark Murray, an Australian entrepreneur, decided he wanted it. And he put in a lot of money to get this patent. And uh, turns out he officially has it. And he's planning to open this shop up in Manhattan, like I said. But what's really interesting is he wants to get all the funding for the store through Kickstarter and allow everyone to get behind this idea and this first store. So you can technically, like I could go online and put down $2,000 in Kickstarter and have like a part of this stock, a part of this share. I could invest in this company that's going in Manhattan. I thought that was really cool. So you you could just, you guys (laughs) could uh, could type in Hamdog on Kickstarter and Donate now. <laughs> sponsor, now. Sponsored by Mark Murray. That's cool. <laughs> it's such a unique looking food. It looks really good as well. I know. it's. It really opened my eyes to the dog. I might even just try a homemade one. Why see not? what I can do. <laughs> you don't need the bun. Just have the hot dog sticking out. Or just customize the bun. And... I used to have, at Oakhurst, they used to have this, it was called a hamburger dog. And it was, I, I think, I'm not sure, I guess, how they make it. 
I think it was just a hamburger that they just rolled up like into like a hot dog shape. Whoa. But it was massive. It was like the size of a broad. It had cheese melted inside. Oh, wow. It was phenomenal. Do you guys like the cheese hot dogs? Like when, when there's cheese in them and oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You do? Jalapeno, oh, yeah. maybe a little bit of a kick there. I got my cheddar Your jalapeno sausages in the fridge right now. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're spotty. Sometimes yeah, I've some had some bad cheese. ones. That's, I've had some bad ones. Maybe that's my experience more. I've had some bad ones. But... I like brats and sausage. That's mm-hmm. something. That's a college food. I need to uh, invest a little bit more it's a time. Summer in. food. It's, yeah. I would love to be cooking on uh, a grill. Grill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I would love to be grilling more often, but with the know. apron, a little charcoal going out there, mm-hmm. firing it up. Mm-hmm. Speaking of apron, I mean, I was doing some reading on Bobby Flay recently. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is an entrepreneur. Do we have the? Uh, the magazine. Yeah, the magazines the are coffee, it's right behind. The coffee table accessory. <laughs> so, yeah, tell everybody how you got that. Who well, gave it? well Who so did? my dad, yeah, he, he gets a ton of magazines. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's he gets, like, swimsuit edition of Sports of uh, Sports Illustrated. He's keeping that one for a <laughs> like, He's got a lot. He's a That's big believer reader. in a magazine subscriptions. <laughs> he listens, does he? What? He listens, doesn't he? I, w- I hope. No, <laughs> not really. Shout out to Mr. Bond. <clears throat> but anywho, he saw this. I'm a big Bobby Flay fanatic, really. And I watch anything he does. Like, if I go to New York, I'm going to try and see one of his shows, Be Bobby Flay. Like, mm, I just love <laughs> it. And he's very punny. And anywho, he, it was, I was reading this article just kind of telling about his life. And turns out, the guy dropped out of, co- dropped out of high school at age 17 because it just... Didn't work. <laughs> to to put it frank, he just he wanted to use his hands. <laughs> Is that a direct quote from the article? Basically, you keep saying that. And dude, so he's got a sailor's mouth. Like oh, they're wow. quoting him, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck high school, fuck that." He's saying, <laughs> "I'm reading this like, dang, I didn't know Bobby Flay spoke like this. I'd love to just chat him up, <laughs> get him on the podcast." <laughs> That's him funny. Cook uh, something but for no, us. yeah. So he he dropped out of high school at 17 because it just he wasn't enjoying the classroom setting, and he just wanted to use his hands. <laughs> he just wanted to get that craft in. So he's working under all these people, and then he ended up stepping away and. Opened up a, a shop with some guy that he ended up cooking for. He, like, took him under his wing. And then next thing you know, these guys kind of collabed and made a couple restaurants. And then Bobby Flay moved away from him and now has 16 restaurants and Damn. and continues to expand and, and is using his name to his maximum. And, so and is he, he the greatest? Potentially, dude. I didn't mean to cut you off. I no, just... like, because uh, there's Iron Chefs. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, there was a really cool show that was on the Food Network recently. It was just Iron Chef Showdown. And so it's the way it works is you have to – you're in a competition with some of the best chefs in the world. And whoever – in each round, you go against each other. And if you're, like, the worst of that round, you go against – the two worst go against each other, and then they knock each other out. Oh. So it keeps chiseling out until there's one final chef. And these are chefs that aren't Iron Chefs. And so then once – it's the last person. They go against three Iron Chefs, and uh, they have to beat those three to be able to become an Iron Chef. Oh my gosh. And then the the girl that just won it, she beat two of them, and then didn't beat Bobby. Classic. <laughs> Can't beat Bobby. Can never beat Bobby. Uh, but no, his in the end of the article, his goal is to bring the Bobby class, Bobby Flay type class food, to every person's plate. 
That's his. That's his worldwide dream. <laughs> like that's his mission God. to be able that everyone can try what his food tastes like. I would love to try some Bobby Flay food. I love that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's it's great. I love the mission. I now, love the drive. Now he's better than Gordon Ramsay, right? Is that pretty much? Well, that's a. Or is thing. that a personal opinion type thing? They're very different types of cooks too, and they always they both have their specialties. Like Bobby Flay is really good at spices and peppers and really uh, bringing this kind of heat to the plate, yeah. but then equaling it out with other sweetness. And it's there's just it's really hard to say who's better because they're just different. Gotcha. So, I don't know. I don't fair know. enough. Fair enough. I think it'd be so cool to be a food critic, but I'd have to, I'd have to write a couple cookbooks and really get my toes in the water for the yeah. whole cooking industry before that happens. Got to have street rep in the cooking industry. <laughs> <laughs> really do. It's hard knocks. Uh, but do you want to go on the poll? Because yeah. we're already getting a little away from Definitely. it. Definitely. So before 59 votes, before we get into it, which is pretty good, we appreciate all the votes, whoever votes, would you rather be able to see five minutes into the future or 100 years into the future at any time? And 59% of people said five minutes, 41% said 100 years. Now my question, I guess if you can see into the future five minutes, you could change it, right? Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Depend. I mean, depends what it is. I guess. I, I yeah, still the meteor falling out of the sky. Yeah, not a lot you can change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like five minutes isn't a ton of time. That's why I think I I chose a hundred years. Really? Just because like I don't. There's certain things that like yeah you could change within five minutes, but not really, dude. Like. If I'm going to take an exam, five minutes, like, I'm already in the classroom, like, I don't really have much, or, like, things like that. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I'm not trying to... A hundred years also doesn't help you, you with that. You can't change anything in hundred yeah. years either. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's true. It's interesting. Five minutes, you could do a lot. Like, <clears throat> you could scheme up a lot of things, I feel like, in five minutes, if you're seeing ahead. Well, you could. There's just... Did you pick five? No, I picked 100. Really? What did I you pick, pick? I picked five. <laughs> I did. What's your rationale? I just am not going to be around in 100 years, so if I'm going to see so into the future... It. No, not no. That's not the mentality. If I'm just... <laughs> something that's obtainable. If I want to be able to see at all, I want I something that's obtainable. Where you I can know. really see causality? Yeah, kind of. I'm going to see what's going to happen. What happens? It might actually happen. Cause and effect and everything? I'm not going to be around in 100 years. The big thing I that would be weird is if I saw five minutes, and Denny actually, Denny, our roommate Denny brought this up, five minutes ahead would potentially ruin my life because I could always be worried about what's going to happen in five minutes and always be trying to figure that out and this and whatever, whereas a hundred years, I might look ahead and see this brilliant invention or brilliant idea and go, oh. Let's cash out. <laughs> Let's come up with this before. And, man, if I'm looking into 100 years, I could be looking into some great design plans. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but that, but that, but that changes things because, like, if you – because that would be changing the future, though. If you're looking 100 years into the future and then you create something, then it would change the whole landscape of everything. Well, yeah. Which would – which is just part of it. <laughs> because you said you could change the future technically with five minutes, right? Yeah. So that's part of it. You could make bigger changes, like actually that actually affect like that's what would be crazy. Like you worldwide, could, rather yeah. than you rather than like your than like a personal like you could have oh, a okay, worldwide I see effect. The, Definitely bigger. Scale. Imagine though, imagine the whole gambling scene five minutes ahead. 
You're gonna be, you're yeah. instantly rich. I didn't. There's even, no other choice. I didn't behind even think about it like that. The casino. Instantly, snap a finger, Next you walk the casino and you win. No, they kick you out, but. But still. Yeah. Travel. No, you still make a lot of money. There's they, they wouldn't know they wouldn't know what you're doing. If you're on the roulette table and you're killing it, you can't really <laughs> yeah, control I guess. that game. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you've got some... Imagine, like, picking black, pick, pick, picking red on the... Just subtly. Just nothing. Like, it's nothing. A little bit here, a little bit there, walk out, bankrupt that bitch. But then, man, <laughs> you, could, you could prove global warming exists. In fact, that it's... <laughs> no, no, I'm talking 100 years, though. Yeah, you switched real quick. No, wow. no, just... It's an extreme example. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what I would see 100 years from now. Nobody knows. I would just see some major implications of global warming. I guess I don't want to jump if, ship. If the Earth's still around. I really want to tell you guys about this star collision that happened. Oh, please, yes. So, this is actually the first scene ever seen, and it was, they're, they're called neuron stars. And so these stars are actually the size of about Chicago. In diameter, that's what they no, related it's not to. Even really that big. Not like one of the smaller, the smallest star they can kind of yeah, pick. That's tiny. pretty much. So the this thing was actually fairly close to us, and the first time we've ever seen it in humanity's history. The only time that we can slightly relate to it is we watched black holes collide and intersect. What? But then at the same time, you can't really see can't it. See There's no really. light emitting yeah. or anything. So all we got was just gravity, like little bumps in our radars. And that was the only thing we could take away from it was how fast that travels and this and yeah. that. But these we could actually see. And to to kind of show the – man, I have a picture of it somewhere. But um, we'll put it on our uh, on our Twitter. Twitter. But – these things look crazy and to replicate they're 10 times stronger than anything the sun has ever emitted oh wow so more energy was the neuron stars themselves or after they collided so once they collided they created more 10 times more energy than the sun has ever produced throughout its entire lifetime because those things are so small and have such a compact like center (laughs) that there's a shit ton of energy in those things exactly and it was just a, a, apparently they took a lot of info. It was 10 seconds. And in this 10 second period, like I said, it produced that much energy. And then like they were looking at how the lights moved and the waves and this and that, everything. It was apparently this really evolutionary finding. And just to really give validity to our expanding universe. So how close was this to us? So we could see it, but how close? Two light years away. Maybe? I think yeah. so. I don't I think it was terribly been. far. Okay. I don't know what that really means though. How far out there it was. <clears throat> but I just couldn't believe the whole sun thing. That yeah. literally in that ten second period, it released more energy than the sun ever has ever. Ten times. Look, that right? Yeah. 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 Wow. It's just it's insane. It'd be pretty hot, right? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> just look. It just kind of also scares you too. Like, what if people? (laughs) What if people are able to create something like that? Something with that much energy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for real though. That's like that's like something that would destroy our planet. It would like who could would destroy our solar system? System, potentially. Yeah, could. It's just wild. It's crazy that apparently it was just this weird collision that they almost didn't even really see coming. It was just far out in the space sphere, and all of a sudden these these neuron stars all of a sudden collided or something. Dang. 
Which that's is somebody's insane. job. That's somebody's job to monitor that. Just monitor stuff. Always like, have a lot of people's job. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, if NASA offered you a job, would you take it? Jordan? I mean, I'm not going to blindly. What would you want to handle? Any job? No, if it's if if it's career, I would, I would love to work for NASA if it's the right job. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to take a job for NASA sweeping the floors, but I think that would might even still be sweet. Just to be a fly on the maybe, wall. Maybe right now, not as a career. Mm. No, but like an internship for a summer at NASA. And oh, absolutely. Go there and no, dude, I love space. What if you ended up just on a spaceship on accident? Maybe you're sweeping or something, and you end up in the back of that bitch, and you go to the moon. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm don't don't get this twisted. I'm going to the moon. <laughs> it's just a matter of when. Exactly. Yeah. Once they have those uh, commercial flights to the moon, I'll be hopping. Will on. you go to Mars? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going everywhere. Go chill with Matt Damon over there. Damn straight. <laughs> we're, we're gonna grow a shit ton of potatoes. <laughs> Um, so I didn't have, like, a ton coming in, but I have lunch now. I saw a headline that I just saw while you're telling that space thing. One in nine American men, you saw this, didn't you, has oral HPV. It's frightening. That's a lot. Ten percent of us. So what is I'm, that? I'm vaccinated. <laughs> so much. I hope I'm good. I hope I'm all right. But I think that vaccination is relatively new, because I remember like going to the pre- t- pediatrician, being them being like, "We have this new vaccine." So I don't know if that like maybe will fall, but it's a little alarming. Yeah. So what is what's the uh, what does that bring to the table? Um, I don't. know. I just read the headline. Like, what is really HPV gonna harm people or harm me? Um. It can cause cancer in several areas of the body, including the throat, anus, penis, vagina. Nearly so all men and women will be income infected with at least one type of HPV. Okay, so. So that's herpes. No. Or is it different than herpes? No, HPV is its own, it's its own thing. It's a human. I'm not even going to try to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a virus. So, yeah. like, it's not like. It's not like herpes where you have it. For We're not gonna like. It's not gonna visually show itself. It's just gonna be. You're just gonna have it. I don't know. I don't want to say something that's wrong because I'm that's not. Alarming. I'm not educated. But I saw that and I was like, damn. Well, what was? I the hope thing I'm not one called? of those nine. No, I. One of my. I have a current event in Madagascar. Have you guys heard what's going on there? No idea. There's a plague breaking out, and 63 people have already died. Hey, I mean, what type of what span? Time it's, span. Well, how like how long does it take to kill you? No, or? I'm saying 63, 63 people oh. have died in what oh. amount of time? Uh, like sixty three people this year, sixty three yeah, people no, this week. This year, this year, this year. It's but it's getting worse, and they think people might start traveling because of the holidays coming up, and they're worried it's going to get into major cities. Huh? Dude, that's scary. Because when I was sick in Africa, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. When I was sick, like I didn't know what I had until I got back, but I was sick as a dog and. There was no measures taken. Like I could have had anything and coming back. Like and came back and like I was never I was never checked for anything before coming back in the United States. Like I was never screened. You could have been the forefront of a right. Like I could I could have brought back Ebola and like nobody would have known. Killed like exactly. I mean like I obviously didn't have like a (laughs) disease like that. But that's all it takes. Like somebody traveling to a foreign country and. Catching, getting something and bringing it back. Like, there's no it's real screening. 
Yeah, and how do you screen? I mean, to stop everybody that's coughing. I mean, because right. some of those people have it, and you never expect it. That's oh, and if, and if I was asked, I wouldn't have said I felt like crap. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, I just was just trying to get home. home. I, don't, I don't care. I was. We would have been the first ones to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jay we did the. I didn't see you guys. Us. No, because I didn't see no, you guys. The first ones, it was, but. He was in and out of the out of Hurley MC. Damn straight. Yeah. I was, they said I, I was in the ER at uh, Hurley. None of the ER docs on staff at that hospital, which is a level one trauma center, have ever seen what I had. Wow. Literally, they were all like, we have never seen this in, in this hospital I don't before. believe it. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's kind of sweet. <laughs> were they just poking you with a ton of shit? Oh, dude, I got poked and, so much yeah. that week. I had like eight IVs in like a six-day span. Did you ever go in submission? They ever put you under? <laughs> Tie you down because you're not reacting to the medication. They me got a frontal lobotomy. Oh, my gosh. Shock therapy. I don't think – is that even legal anymore? No, Shock absolutely therapy? not. I didn't think it was. It's no. pretty – Inhumane. What, what was what's the show that they do the shot? American Horror Story. Oh no, I was not. Oh, no, no, you're thinking about the league. Oh, the league. Oh yeah, the league. You were just talking about that. Yeah. They do an American Horror Story. <laughs> not what you're thinking. Of. <laughs> hmm. um, do you guys remember the uh, podcast Serial? I'm sure you guys do. Of course. The one about Adnan and he like supposedly killed that girl in high school and then he was in prison you you never listened to that podcast no. it blew up no i don't think so so they had the the first season was by far the most popular the they made a, they made a second season it wasn't very good and it was decent i listened to about half of it it was about this guy named bo bergdahl who was an army deserter and basically the whole point of the serial podcast is to take crime like Crimes that people committed or like allegedly committed, and down. kind of break them down and <clears throat> raise questions like, did that like is this actually what happened? So this guy Bo Bergdahl walked away from his post in Afghanistan oh, in 2009, That's right. and got captured by the Taliban, and was held captive and tortured on and off for five years. Oh my goodness! Um, in 2014, Obama traded like basically made a deal with the Taliban. So they released him, and we released, I think, five Taliban inmates from Guantanamo Bay, which was a controversial yeah. thing at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but so he today just pleaded guilty to desertion and uh, misbehavior charges uh, toward the enemy. So the desertion carries a maximum of five-year sentence, and then the misbehavior carries a maximum of life sentence. Oh, my gosh. Um but there's a lot of, like, I think the ex-retired Lieutenant Michael Flynn, so the ex-National Security Advisor, he was in the news a lot, came out and said he doesn't think the guy should go to jail. He's been through enough. Like, Jeez. But so he supposedly walked away because he wanted to raise, he wanted to draw attention to things he thought was going wrong in Afghanistan, like oh, the, yeah. the systematic, like, Downfalls and what yeah. was going around, what was going on. So that's why he walked away to draw attention. He ended up getting captured. I remember that. Like shortly after leaving. Dang. So he's probably going to prison then. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It, it's they're not sure that. yet. He pleaded guilty. Um, they're saying he has a slight mental disorder. I don't know if that came, like you know, while he was captured. You know, it would make sense for him to develop that while he was there. Yeah, five yeah. years. Being tortured. And he was off. put in cages and in oh, boxes. I can imagine. I mean, terrible. But 
So it's, uh, but yeah, he just pleaded guilty. So he might be going back into some shitty conditions right after he's already. Oh uh, no! Whatever. Okay. Where, wherever he's going, it's is better than it was. N- not even comparable. Yeah, but still, was. he might have to go to prison. That would be so unfortunate. Um, and kind of, but he put a lot of people at risk. I yeah, mean, no, you they, can't leave they your had, post. You can't leave your post. They had massive search parties for this guy when he first left because, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they didn't know what happened for, for a while. He put a lot of other people at risk by doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I see both sides. <coughs> like, I understand that, you know, maybe he shouldn't go, but at the same time, like... You can't do that. No. Other Because there was rescue missions for him. People could have died. And it's not this like... this guy just wanted to walk away? Right. It's not like he was at his post and in the middle of the night he got taken and he just got up and left, right? Yeah, no, he was, he was in the middle of a shift and he just got up and walked off. Yeah, that's suspect. So. It's irresponsible. And the moral of the story is, cereal has never helped anybody. <laughs> it's <laughs> unsuccessful. <laughs> I have never heard of that podcast. And on, locked up. <laughs> you should listen to the first season. It's actually we really legit, good. We legit sat down in our forensic science class for about for like two, two weeks. weeks listened yeah. to an episode entire podcast. There was like 14 episodes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's all we that did. Fun. It was honestly, really fun. And honestly, dude, like, I loved it. <laughs> you were in, like, you were so attentive yeah. by it. Captivated. Like, yeah, it was really good. It was a very good podcast. Second one. When was it was there. first coming out and was getting popular. But, yeah, so I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Totally. Current event, I have some oil rig news. It's oh, been a theme around I know you're big on oil yeah. rigs. <laughs> I know. Well, it's actually live everywhere right now. An oil rig off the coast of Louisiana is leaking right now. Really? After the hurricane? I don't know. I don't think it was the hurricane. They think it was an explosion on the deck due to just chemicals and all the dangerous things they work with. But those oil rigs are scary, dude. Those things are I know. Hoist, you know a lot time. about oil rigs, don't you? I mean, I do now. I do now. I didn't before, and then I watched a couple movies and a couple documentaries. Now I'm an expert. But, <laughs> so, but yeah. was, so just to because a lot of people don't know anything about this, and I know a little bit just yeah. from what I watched. So these oil rigs are like. Floating in the oceans. Oh, right? they're floating hotels in the middle of the ocean. And they just drill hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of feet down. Over a mile below the well, below sea level. They're miles out in the ocean. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40, 50, 60 miles sometimes. Just depending where the oil is. You gotta go where the oil is. Wow. And there's all these wells underneath <clears throat> the the seabed. And they just tap into them? Yeah. And then store it on boat? Yeah. Is that how well, big they, they are? From they, boat to boat. Yeah, they have they like they have they have it. ships that like come and pick, pick it, it up. Gotcha. So they don't actually store it on the rig, do that. And then uh, it's all about rude. controlling the pressure of this thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can imagine those oil things oh. are insane. Yeah, it's it's questionable. I I was gonna ask you guys because BP and sixty one point one billion was the how much money they lost. That's the figure. And there's got to be another way. There's one thing that I. Um, just actually started thinking about was so those the oil industry like you said they're they're the rigs are out in the middle of the ocean in the middle of they're everywhere right yeah. like you said you yeah. gotta go where the oil is so these oil companies are all over the world and when I went to Africa I met a lot of people in the oil industry and they all work together but they are all like literally I met multiple different groups of people who worked in the oil industry, who each one of them were different parts in the world, different countries, different continents. And it just kind of makes you think, like, these guys get together once a month, once every few months and work together. But, like, they're from different walks of life. You wonder if 
there's a lot of miscommunications that happen on there yeah. just because different cultures, different parts of the world. Who knows? You know, does that lead to it? There's a lot of different moving parts on there that hmm. I feel like it's easy for stuff to go wrong. And it's a lot of it's greed, too. You oh, spend yeah. a lot of money to find something that, okay, there might be oil here, but oh, it might not be safe. Safety is a lot of times secondary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it shouldn't be, obviously. And that's what happened at BP, right? They just wanted the oil so bad. Was they it rushed stable? It. I mean, they already spent a ton of money trying to find <clears> it and put all the piping in, and it mm-hmm. was too, well, t- to them it was too late to go back. They just would lose a ton of money, but they did it anyways. And lost sixty-one something bill in, in the in the process. So, what's the bigger bill there? And there's so many people now that just refuse to even get BP. They won't stop on the highway. Like screw BP. Not good for PR. Yeah, it was big. Yeah, it's very big. But but then all at the same time, oil's that kind of resource that people don't really care where they stop. They just want the cheapest oil. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Where they're not getting I mean, like brand doesn't... loyalty is nothing really in the it, oil. Not industry. usually. It doesn't deter me from stopping. Exactly. It doesn't for me, anyways. Mm-hmm. Going on a sort of a kind of a darker note, but a really cool, interesting Netflix show that my brother bought, brought me onto. It's called Mine Hunter, and the show is based out of the 1970s. <clears throat> and it looks at so the main character is an FBI guy, and he tries to basically um, he works in the elite serial crime division of the FBI and so he'll go to cases where people are holding him hostage and they're having a mental breakdown and they're holding their wife hostage and he's the guy that talks him out of it Whoa. and tries to get him out of it but then they he not trying to give anything away but he ends up being a teacher <clears throat> and trying to learn about how these guys have this mental break why they what happened in their younger lives that brought them to be this serial killer and so they'll look into it. it's it's unbelievably interesting and showing like little motives that might have kick-started this weird little thing that how I started in mind and and they'll bring up like Charles Manson which is like real live cases oh, yeah. and how just these brutal murders that happen in California and he it's just it's unbelievable and and there's a lot of knowledge to be learned at the same time and I think it's, he stabbed fifty-one. He stabbed one of his victims fifty-one times. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. And just figuring out like why someone does something That's, like that. Yeah. Actually, I don't think Charles Manson ever killed somebody. He was the culprit. He, he, behind. Yeah, he was one like of his. I guess sorry. One of his cases. A person was stabbed fifty-one yeah. times. Those people are crazy. But yeah. it's just like, how do you get someone to be that crazy? How right. do you? No. I, uh, yeah. No. But if anyone's looking for just. It's it's just crazy to watch, and uh, so and one of the really cool things too is it's based in 1970, so it kind of has that older feel and that older, cool. and it's just kind of retro and fun to watch. Is it basically just clues to try and find the snap? Yeah. yeah so and and just to kind of set the the base of the the show, um, it's them kind of first learning that because everybody in that time period, they believe that you're born crazy and that's it. In yeah. 1970s, everyone just assumed these people are crazy. There's nothing you can do to predict it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. But really, they're, they're starting to really have this forefront research and finding that there's reasonings in their childhood or that they were raised with their family, this and that, their mom's abusing them, their dad's doing this, that have led to these kind of crazy people. Mm-hmm. Sounds uh, intense. It's really intense. I'm only, I, I just started episode three. Is it a... Oh, and you're hooked already. Is it a, I'm hooked. Is it a, That's cool. I was hooked. Is it, is it is it a fictional show or is it a? Well, 
I don't. I don't know. I. I. They have uh, very legit facts in there, but I feel right. like the cases they're covering are fictional. Okay. They might be based it's a Netflix off. Like it's original. Like a realistic fiction. Could be, yeah, it's a realistic based. fiction. Right. That's what I would say. But yeah, if you're looking for something interesting. I couldn't. I couldn't cool. watch the rest of Dexter. I don't know. Is it, is it more intense than Dexter? Is there a lot of gore and stuff? Because that's uh, my. That's I like TV shows, but Before Bed is like the only time I watch them. And Dexter was hard for me. It is a little spooky because you just hear what these people have to say about even just these people. Uh, it's it's kind of disturbing like what these people do, and so that could kind of. But there's not a lot of gore thus far, or anything and. Um, because Dexter is kind of like really showing you the ins and outs of murder. I've I've never had a problem with scary movies or anything, and as soon as Dexter came around, my sleep schedule was messed up. Totally. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, Netflix is pretty, and then it comes out October twenty seventh, the season two of Stranger Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Did you that. confirm that that was the twenty seventh? It's confirmed. Twenty seventh. No doubt. Alrighty. Oh, I'll be tuning in. Um, I found this really cool thing on the Dubai Police Force. Okay. So, um, the Dubai Police Force has a like a line of like luxury vehicles, patrol vehicles. They have Lamborghinis, Audis, Ferraris, all these super high like class cars that they have as patrol cars. <laughs> but that's not why I was bringing it up. <laughs> that sounds like corruption to me. Why? They, no, they, they, they spend a shit ton of money. <laughs> obviously. But, yeah, so uh, they're spending more money. Um, on they just tested out a flying motorbike patrol, like Whoa. patrol. So it literally is like a. It looks like a motorcycle drone. So it has propellers on like. Like where the wheels would be, front and back. Fr- like two on the front, two on the back. Wow! And it flies, and it'll they would be able to patrol over the road. So I was gonna ask how high. Like, like I don't know the video. There? The video. The video I saw of them testing it. The guy wasn't going very high, but it looks like it could go higher. Hmm. Which was, which is cool. Do you yeah, imagine the, the police? The police flying Just over in the sky. In the sky. I mean, that's a step. I mean, how long once once that happens? I mean, and everyone's how gone. long until flying cars or thing or yeah, how or until gonna, those until those bikes become a little commercialized? That's what I'm and, saying like sweet. how like our police to be the only one that have access right. to those because they don't want people flying in the air. But I saw it. I was like, holy now shit! You got air traffic. Going got on. air traffic. Police, now they're gonna police are gonna be air traffic up there. You got to watch out. For mm-hmm. Got to have air stoplights. <laughs> so I dang yeah. wow, yeah, that's really we're cool. there. We're here, guys. I'm going to Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> Don't isn't the tallest building in Dubai? I was at one point. I believe so. Who knows now? I feel like it changes a lot. Is it Mission Impossible? People are. <laughs> the new Tommy one? Cruise. Tom Cruise. Don't I don't know those. about the new one. You don't. It's watch pretty them. new. But you don't actually watch the series of movies. Do Mission you? Impossible Three. Great oh movie. <laughs> if Tom, any, if you Tom, have the time. It's worth it. <laughs> I have the time. Those I just... are the bikes. Wow. Oh, yeah, so they go high. I was thinking, we have all these cool articles. Do you think people would be genuinely interested in subscribing to a newsletter? And I would send the articles with pictures. and Maybe. And I, every week after our podcast, I send an email, and they get 
what we talked about and if they want to look further into things. We'll get some feedback from a couple we'll of people. Yeah, maybe they'll listen and kind of tell us. But whoop, Mike fell. Wow. wow. But yeah. Yeah, very cool. I like that. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to touch on: there's a. They didn't really disclose their name, but it's a private organization <clears throat> that is attempting to start designing buildings that are structured for mass shootings. And so I know oh. we've talked about it, and and they, and they always they just say it's so hectic, no one really knows where to go, and then it's just masses of people moving. Yeah. And so the, what's really cool is the one of the first buildings they're replacing that is designed to be mass shooting proof in per se uh-huh. is Sandy Hook Elementary, and so they're they took out the entire elementary and they're mm-hmm. putting in like this new safety. So there's bulletproof windows and, and you can shoot them and then you'd have to take a sledgehammer for like 15 minutes to be able to break into these windows. Wow. And all the doors automatically deadbolt lock when you're, they're closed. And, and then the main doors have even tighter security to get through. Sandy Hook, and, when that shooting went down, actually had like a pretty decent security like it's for an elementary school like they had the doors were locked you had that like camera you had to talk to yeah Yeah. just shot out the windows yeah yeah so these are bulletproof and and then also a really cool thing is they did a million of these computer simulations just to see how a crowd of people reacts to something like that and so they they try and make tons of different lanes for these people to separate in so that it'll lower the amount of deaths by significant because if everyone's running a big glob they can just fire into that glob and and so they they're trying to give like multiple multiple paths that all these people can deviate in different directions and still be safe and it's just a really cool concept and and they're huge advocates for gun safety and and gun uh, just gun control in general and then on top of that they want to hopefully kind of get these guidelines and get this like Expected in mm-hmm. a lot of buildings for the future, right. and things like it's that. Just so sad. A code or something. Have, it's so sad that we accepted like design buildings for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that we have to, But it's the world we live in, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder: do do we take the problem into our building structure, or we take the problem to the guns? It's a decision. It's for, a higher powers decision. It's so yeah, not it's well, anything we're gonna make strong <laughs> efforts towards. So <laughs> we can just shed light. <laughs> But yeah, did you guys want to touch on anything else before we? I found an article. I uh, I tried to read as much as I could right before we started. Um, China has a eight point China has an eight point five ton space station that is expected to crash into the Earth between October and April of uh, twenty eighteen. So they just informed the UN that they're expecting this to happen, or I guess. It says that it could happen at the uh, late 2017 or early 2018, which is, that's a lot of fucking weight coming down. Fast? Like, that's almost like a meteor. I wonder if it's just out of commission or what? So they're saying it's, like, slowly decaying and falling apart a little bit, and it's starting to dip lower and lower into the Earth's atmosphere. And um, But they said that they expect most of it to burn up on... entry so i don't i don't know how much maybe we'll catch a piece of it or something maybe <laughs> oh but but some chunks weighing up to as much as 220 pounds could hit their hit the surface uh-huh. so is that one chunk that's 220 pounds is that multiple 
And then where? You know what I mean? If that's in a city, yeah. it's dangerous. But if it's in the middle of the Atlantic, if it's in the, and it's just in the no ocean, it's no big deal. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I'm going to sit with a baseball mitt and just try and catch some <laughs> yeah. pieces flying like, out. How does something like that be worth? <laughs> ben in space, uh, yeah. selling on eBay. Selling on, <laughs> that's a good point. Like, I feel like that could go pretty expensive in an auction. It would be so... Maybe even has a little Chinese illegal. lettering on it. Would it be illegal, I feel like? No, it wouldn't be illegal. It's in my, it fell in my property. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be... Like a crater in your backyard. And all there is is about this basketball-sized shaped metal ball. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell what there, it was. China, so all, and you'd see a couple so, Chinese so, letters on the side. It'd be so burnt <gasps> and mangled. <laughs> Tuition. Here we go. We were talking about this recently. I wonder, it would be so cool to just come up with a weird idea, whether that's a new way to flip a pancake that <laughs> makes you like straight up $5 million. Just the idea. <laughs> that's the goal, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be just awesome? I would, I would love that. No, dude, that's not. <laughs> Why do everyone want to do that? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, I'm kind of waiting for it to happen. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just, just, just sitting exploring. up in this room, just looking at the wall, just exploring. waiting for something to hit him. Peculiar <laughs> things <laughs> to see years. if there's an easier way to do it. <laughs> All right, it's going to come any second now. That's the, that's the thing is these inventions that people make a lot of money off, you're sitting there, you're like, how the hell did I not think of that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just somebody doing something just be, there's because there's be an someone, easier way. Because there's someone that invent, invented the patent for coffee cups to have the slide-in thing. That guy, has, that guy is so rich because of it, because every person... Because his hand was hot when he grabbed yeah, the coffee. exactly. Like, why couldn't I think of that the first time I grabbed the coffee? <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for with all this new technology coming out. I just got to have a little accessory for it that I toss a patent <laughs> on, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. PR? <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Who knows? <laughs> this is what I think about on the daily. That's great. But any final stories you guys want to touch on? What's sports-wise? Anything crazy in Playoff those baseball. Playoff Ball's baseball. deep. What's, uh, what's the status? We're in the ALCS who's looking? Right who's looking good? Astro. It's gonna be the Astros and the Dodgers most likely in the World Series. They both up two zero. They're both up two zero, and the Astros play tonight. Game nice. three. Nice. Uh, uh, we, NBA season starts uh, tomorrow. Oh, Cavs Celtics tomorrow night. Wow. First game. Oh, let's go! No kidding. Yeah, um, football full swing. Oh, and uh, big game at nine forty-five. Oh tonight. yeah, <laughs> huge game. There's a holy it's a cow. playoff. We have to live stream that. <laughs> yeah, tune in for that, guys. It nine, is huge. Nine forty-five tonight. The uh, Corkwood. Squad I didn't goes, know her name. I'm gonna be dead honest. Goes, you don't uh, like her name? I didn't know it. Oh. I was gonna say Cork Wood is playing, but I didn't know. Yeah, we're uh, awesome. we're going for a three and zero record in October. Yeah, that's all when we hit our stride. It's all that matters. I mean, Be- best ball in October. I haven't shaved in a few days trying <laughs> to get this play playoff beard going. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just yeah. uh, we're gonna let the bats do the talking. Am I right, boys? Flash, flash a little leather. We're gonna oh. get it done. We're gonna <laughs> get it done. Well, I guess that's going to do it then. We'll see you guys uh, next Monday and wish us luck tonight. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Cheers. Cheers, boys. What's good, people? Thanks for listening to episode 33. You can find us on Twitter at BGW Podcast. Find us on Instagram at Bros Gone Wild Podcast. On iTunes, just type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. And on YouTube, we actually live stream episodes. So subscribe to us, and you can find us by typing in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. So 
stay in the loop, stay with the bros, and we'll see you for next episode. Cheers.